I told you I'm going to speak to Brian Helsby from Heartlines about his new book, God's Love Stories. Brian, how are you doing? Very well, Janine. Yes, thank you. <laughs> We've got to introduce you. Now, obviously, I've known you for a while because I was a, I was a, a member of Youthful Christ. I was in one of the teams when you were director there many, many years ago before you even started with Hardlines. But let's introduce you as a person. If you people, someone met you right now, who's Brian Helsby these days? Well, uh, I, I'm still working at Heartlines, and I just love the work that we're doing and uh, in promoting values and uh, running a Father's Matter campaign and other campaigns at the moment. And uh, But before that, I worked for 31 years with Youth for Christ and in Cape Town, Port Elizabeth, at Klebecha and, uh, and in at the national office. And, uh, and just loving life and enjoying all that God is doing. Family life? Yes, I'm married, been married for quite a long time, uh, 53 years. I have uh, two sons and four grandchildren, and and uh, they're overseas. Uh, um, Richard works for CBN, Christian Broadcast. So my sons are overseas uh, in, in the United States, and they're working there, and my grandchildren are in, uh, outside Oxford as well. Isn't it hard to have all your loved ones so far away, or are you like a Zoom baby? <laughs> no, it, it, it is very hard, and we stay, try and stay in contact, and we phone on a regular basis, and we try and visit when we can, uh, but it's, you know, we, one has to accept that life is different, and that people move around, and find God's purposes in other places and and we've got to support and encourage that as well. Yeah, part of the global community. Let's get to Heartlines because yes. obviously working there, exactly what do you do every day? So, so Heartlines, to put it simply, seeks to get people to live by their professed values. So if a person believes in honesty but doesn't live honestly, we want to encourage them and, and, and so on. And we work mainly through the church, but not exclusively. So we do work work with businesses and schools and so on. And we run different uh, uh, campaigns that focus on different aspects of living. So the, the campaign we run at the moment is on called Fathers Matter, and it deals with, uh, with absent fathers. Why are fathers absent? Uh, how can uh, fathers be more present? Uh, and how can we encourage them to learn the skills of what it means to be a true father and an absent, uh, a present and active father? And uh, we make films. We've just made six films on fatherhood that's been playing on SABC. Uh, we've made other films regarding our other campaigns like uh, Beyond the River, which was part of our What's Your Story campaign of story sharing, getting people to community and, and uh, social cohesion through the art of storytelling. And then we've, uh, prior to that, we did Values and Money. And uh, the film Nothing for Mahala was part of that campaign as well. So that we make films, but we, we, we drive values through in, in our country and especially in the church. Because it does seem that you've got influence outside of the church as well. When you say that it's being broadcasted on SABC and all of those places, the whole point yes. is that you're not only speaking to Christians. That, that's right. And we see our films as kingdom films, not Christian films, if, if you can. Uh, and they've got kingdom messages, but we, we make them carefully so that 
They can be played on secular television and in cinemas and, uh, and and things like that. And and we've got a lot of companies that run with our programs or running our Father Matter programs and and values and money programs and so on. And so uh, we get support, but we they, they invite us to come and do workshops and presentations there as well. Okay, but I am curious because at the end of the day, any religion um, they promote morality and that kind of thing. But at the end, if people don't actually meet Jesus, then they're still going to go to hell. So that I mean, the heartbreaking thing of goodness is that it keeps you out of that dependence on Jesus Christ. Is there any way that somehow people then make that connection with Jesus somewhere? So, uh, absolutely. So, so um, when we when we present our materials. Uh, and 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 as I said, eighty percent of what we're doing is doing we're doing the church, and it's all about discipleship. It's all about the teachings of Christ to love one another, and and we're more in the discipleship than the evangelism side. So we we trying to help Christians to live like Christians, to live out their values, and uh, and so the materials are written very carefully around how we do that. Well, I see this book of yours, God's Love Stories. My perception is that you that this is a testimony book. Yes, very much. Uh, you know, uh, my life's been interesting at Youth for Christ and at Heartlines and uh, doing youth work. Uh, I, I ran a youth program weekly or biweekly for 35 years of my life. So my life has been involved with young people and there are just amazing stories of what God has done and and how, how God has... Uh, just spoken into the lives of people and so I people who've heard some of those stories said Brian you've got to write a book so that other people can get to know the, the, those stories and those situations that you found in find yourself in and situations of faith etc uh, etc et and especially my grandchildren have been very encouraging and pushing hard for me to write so the book's been written and it's out there and uh, and we are really just praying that people will be encouraged uh, they'll be inspired. Uh, they will see God, just God's love uh, in in the lives of people and how God works in people's lives. And so I'm really praying that those stories will will inspire people. Mm, they do. Stories always do. I mean, that's why Jesus used the stories. Yes. Let's go to the Youth for Christ part of your life because as when when I arrived there, I can tell you that anyone who ever joined – the young people, you feel very spiritual and mature in everything that you part of some missionary organization that does all kinds of outreaches with the young people. But then when you're there, you find out that you weren't so mature as you thought when it starts getting hard and you're part of a team and suddenly you've got to grow yes. spiritually. So so um, your experience of young people arriving in an organization like that and finding themselves in the process? Yes, you know, and I think that being on a team like you were uh, gives you a unique opportunity to understand the depth of what it means to be a Christian and how to live a Christian uh, as a Christian. And and you're called to make sacrifices on a daily basis. You're called to share your testimony. You're called to live a spiritual life. So, and then you realize, well, I actually haven't been so consistent or whatever. But the, the, the months of teaching and training before you go on the road like you had uh, enables people to to get that that spiritual depth that they they need, and and to understand 
God, how God works and so on, because not everybody has had the opportunity through their churches to have that kind of solid good teaching. So we, we really want to prepare the people. Then once you're on the road, we want we want to continue to minister into the lives of the team members uh, because it's, it's pretty draining when you're out on the road day after day and you're sharing and you're giving and you're tired and uh, you're living in other people's homes yeah. and you're not able to put your feet up and rest and so on. So you're, you're a missionary on the road in South Africa and uh, it's awesome, but it's also exceptionally challenging. And that's when you find out you were a spoiled brat at home. But other people, you know, what other people's well, I'm houses gonna, I'm not going to say like. anything about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you said some of the stories in God's Love Stories include stories yes. from that time as well. Tell me some of the stories that, that you relay in there. Okay, so, so uh, I'm... You know, part of being at, at Youth for Christ, I still felt the need to be involved in, with youth myself and not just be the national director or whatever. So even when I was national director, I was running a weekly program at a school hostel in in South in, in Johannesburg, and uh, and and I had we had broken up our group, and I had about ten guys on the floor in front of me, and I was trying to share the fact that when you when you show love, you are inviting people to love you back. But when you're horrible, you're inviting people to be horrible back. And they said, ah, but what about Tandi? Now, I knew that Tandi was the naughtiest boy in the naughtiest hostel in the world. <laughs> and so uh, I knew what was coming. I said, well, what about him? He said, they said, ah, he's always horrible to you. Well, I never took that personally because he was horrible to everybody. Uh, but then I asked a risky question. I said, but tell me, how am I to him? And they said, now, Brian, you're always nice. You're always kind. And I said, you know, I really believe if I continue just to love Tandi unconditionally, there'll come a time when he will love me back. And uh, as I said those words, the door behind me uh, uh, kind of burst open. And there he was. And instead of going through through the little room where we were and out to the dormitories, he came over to me and he just hugged me. So unnatural, so different from who he was and how he operated. And it wasn't those kind of little hug and off he went. He just like clung to me. Wow. And uh, and as I clung to him and the guys sitting on the floor wondering with big eyes, how on earth did Brian organize this? <laughs> uh, and I had, God had. And as I continued to hold on to him, I leant over his shoulder and I said, you see what I mean? And uh, and then I was able just to talk about how God's love breaks through and we've got to just keep loving and not give up and not respond uh, when people are not nice to us. But we've got to just keep loving. So it's those kind of stories uh, and many, many others like that. I've, I've changed the names yeah. so that they, you know, uh, so that people can't connect who I'm talking to as well. Yeah, because the thing about an organization like Youth for Christ and, and getting the young people out from where they feel comfortable in a situation that's out of their control and where they don't actually have control over, over, over what they do or what they eat or anything yes. like that is you find out who you really are. Right there when you arrive, everybody fakes their Christianity and you say all the right things that everybody expects you to do. But late yeah. night after ministry when everybody tired and the real person comes to the fore and that's a good thing it's good yes. thing that people are confronted with who they really are so that you can get to the real stuff it's absolutely and and you know 
obviously, we, you know, we want to encourage people to be on a journey to be authentic. And, and it's so easy in the Christian life just to pretend who we are and, and, and go and, and put on a, a mask and, uh, and let people see a, a Christianity that we claim to co- commit it to, but we don't really, we're not, that's not really us. And, and becoming authentic is part of the spiritual journey, being real. And, and so even in our, you know, the, the, the studies, the Bible studies that we that Heartlines are writing now, it's encouraging people to share honestly and op- openly about who they are, and and helping and asking the right questions of each other that will enable us to be real and authentic. And so uh, that's a very important part of the Christian life. Because I'm sure through all of your years in ministry, you've been confronted with this as well. Because if you've heard many, many testimonies and you've seen many, many young people and you've had teams under you with many, many challenges, you you, you get to a place where you get a little blasé, even numb, to the wonder of Christianity and the miracles and stuff like that. It's as if you've got this what if in the back of your head where you don't yeah. really expect the wonder to be there anymore. Were you confronted with that reality having been in this, uh, yes, say uh, in inverted commas, industry for I, I, such I a think, long time? Yeah. I think obviously uh, that's a huge challenge for all of us to stay fresh, to, to stay passionate uh, to stay real in your Christian life, and I think it's a challenge for been a challenge for me, and it's a challenge for everybody. And as soon as you lose your passion, as soon as you lose that excitement of waking up and saying, "God, what's it going to be today? Uh, what what have you got for me to do?" and and if you wake up and say, "Oh, it's another day," and uh, I've got to push through and so on, when you lose that edge, uh, you, you're in trouble. And so we've got to have ways in our lives to keep our relationship with God fresh and exciting, uh, to keep life fresh and exciting, to continue to have dreams and hopes and to be living in the future and and just allow God's spirit to be flowing through us every day. Brian, if people want to get hold of not only the book, but follow Heartlines or follow you personally, depending yes. on how you want to do this, how do they do that? Yes, so we, we've got the Heartlines website, uh, spelt H-E-A-R-T-L-I-N-E-S. So the website uh, is the best way. You can contact me. It's got email addresses, but uh, that's where you can get a book. So you can just go there, and on the front page of the website, there will be my, a picture of my book, and you can click on, and you can order the book. You can pay for the book, and it will be sent to you. The courier is free. And uh, but you can also order the book through takealot.com. If you prefer ebooks, you can get it through Amazon Kindle. Uh, if you're overseas, if anybody's overseas, you can get it on Amazon uh, as well. So uh, uh, bookshops, uh, a couple of bookshops have got it, uh, but it's just come out, and we anticipate that Christian bookshop will have it uh, on the shelf soon. Uh, but better f- to phone them before you make the trip there. Yes. Okay, there you have it. That's Brian Helsby. The book is called God's Love Stories. And, you know, any kind of story where God gets all the glory, to me, is a good day and a good story. Brian, have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for your time.